Welcome to Foxfire Farmhouse, the podcast. The podcast of podcasts. The best podcast. The podcast. The only podcast. The only podcast. The only podcast worth catching. That's us. Yeah. Here at Foxfire Farmhouse, the podcast about all things storytelling and digital media. Mm-hmm. We are here to talk about just that today. Storytelling with digital media. Mm-hmm. And some people who did it well or bad. Mm. That's what we're mm, going to talk about. Yes. We finally disagree. <laughs> uh, I'm both this excited is, and infuriated at the same this time. This is where the band splits up. <laughs> no! Batman God. is our Yoko Ono. It took, us, it took us all the way to this episode. Yeah. And now, finally. I would have thought that this would have been... That's why it's so crazy. It's like, yeah, we'll, 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 talk, we'll talk about we'll it. Talk we'll figure, about out, it. We'll figure <sighs> out what uh, why we're so split here on this one. I was talking about it on, on Sunday with Abby and she was just like... <laughs> Okay, I'm done That's hearing about Josh's <laughs> opinions on Batman. I was like, but I just don't understand uh, it. I don't. I don't. That's so, yeah. That's pretty much all, all of uh, all of us and yeah. our wives' mm-hmm. frustration. So, yeah. but before we get on to our wife's frustration, mm-hmm. uh, how about we talk about movie news? There's a little movie yeah. that uh, came out last Recently, week. Yeah called the batman and that is going to be the topic of today's show but it is also going to be uh movie news because it's got some interesting uh just some interesting stuff going yeah. on around it so indeed yeah because it's uh it's one of the first big movies well you know not the first but one of one of the bigger movies to come mm-hmm. out uh post covid and oh, yeah. so it's generating a lot more buzz getting a lot more uh conversation and uh, a lot more money too than most indeed. other movies indeed so it's pretty interesting to see another movie come out, and yeah. uh, it's, it's uh, you were saying how how tickets for Batman are more than yeah. other tickets at the theater. Yeah, so they 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 just uh, began like a price hike. Like you can go to AMC and see that uh, the prices are a bit more expensive to see Batman than to go see whatever other movies out. It's not like other movies are playing, but other movies yeah, are, right. are are less expensive, and so I think we're seeing the slow and gradual increase of. Uh, prices at the cinema yeah which is pretty uh to be expected mm-hmm. and i don't think it's egregious how much more it is but it is it was it was like a buck a couple bucks yeah more. but it's it's just different you don't usually pay more for typically in the past you buy your movie. ticket and that's yeah. just what you buy yeah and you're paying for the theater you're going to see it in so mm-hmm. it's is it a really nice theater are you in their premiere lounge where you have access to drinks and food and stuff what's the what's the uh What's the experience you're paying for? Not what is the movie that you're paying, you're paying for. Paying for brilliance is what you're paying for, <laughs> <laughs> depending on which movie you watch. <laughs> so it's also the it's Batman got I is think what you're seeing. Yeah, it's got a hundred and thirty-four uh, million in box office revenues for the yeah. opening weekend, which is a really solid weekend. Pretty great. Uh, post COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's a good weekend anytime, but yeah. uh, particularly post COVID when we've got so much, uh, for sure not going well. And a movie that's been like on the radar for a while, like it's been supposed to have come out for years because right. it was like already in the works. And I don't know. I think there was a trailer, like the first year of COVID of the Batman, like little true. images that they're yeah. putting out. But, uh, and even before that it was went through production, weirdness with ben affleck and different directors and right morphed into this which is pretty pretty phenomenal that it turned into this from being through so many hands yeah you would expect you would expect the uh change to actually change it a lot and make it something worse which is typically how things happen but typically it uh it's very 
well within imagination that this is far better than what would have come out of the mm-hmm. follow-up to something like justice league or yeah. that kind of thing. So indeed. Yep. indeed. Well, so that's, that's our movie news. That's movie Not news. much, but it's there. Mm-hmm. Cool things. Every week here on the podcast, we talk about things that are cool. So what have you been finding that has been cool this week? Uh, related to the Batman um i was just I, was, I know i know it's so good <laughs> it's so good if you say the batman um, i'm gonna stab you in the eye with this pen uh, things that are cool the batman for one <laughs> uh everyone should go see it it's the greatest thing ever made um i'm not that far gone I'm, i don't think it's the greatest thing ever made, but it's amazing um but uh if you want more batman uh, particularly in the video game format, um, I would recommend that you go Ooh. check out the Arkham games. Yes. Um, all three of them are great. Um, you, I think if you were to skip one, you could go straight to Arkham City. Arkham Asylum is pretty fun, but it's and it's more in the vein of kind of what you just saw. Or I guess Arkham Knight is probably more closer to what you just saw in the Batman, but they're just fun games. Great combat. They changed basically video Which game Which one was combat. the newest one? Night. So night? it goes okay. Asylum, City, and then Night. So I think I've, I've, I think I've actually not played City. I think I've, I, I've finished Night. Yeah. And then I've played, what was the first one? Asylum? Uh, Asylum, I've yeah. played the first one. I don't think I've quite finished that one. But so I've played those two. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're, yeah, they're all good. I think for me, like uh, the first one I played was City. And I loved Arkham City. Like I played that through a couple times. It's just, it just opens up like so many different Batman villains. You get to go through so much Batman lore. They throw everybody at you. Like you get locked up in like the story is that you get locked up inside of uh, Arkham Asylum was too small to hold all the villains and the villains had taken it over. And so they decided to make a huge section of Gotham into a city that they could just let the criminals run free in. And so that's what happens Hmm. is they create the city and then some messed up stuff happens with particularly the Joker. Nice. And it creates this war inside the city that you have to go put your hands into as Batman and kick butt. Sweet. But just solid game. Great music. Yeah. Great vocal performances. You have Mark Hamill as the Joker. Oh, One yeah. of the best Jokers of yeah. all time. Him and Heath Ledger. And then Walking Phoenix is up there, too. Don't mention Jared Leto. He's just tor- <laughs> terrible. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's it's just... They're good games. Yeah. Check them out. I They're loved cool. the I, the action, and that was so satisfying. Like yeah. the the finishes. <laughs> well, every so good. Every game since then is just a spinoff of the Arkham system, mainly. Like all That's of like true. Ghost of Tsushima, uh, the Shadow of Mortar games. And it just it didn't feel very a solid. It, combat. it did feel very uh, original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They kind of pioneered it. It's yeah, pretty cool. That's cool. Awesome. So right. this week. I last week mm-hmm. I played my first ever Dungeons and Dragons round and it was a lot of fun. So Boom. I have to say going into it yes. that there is that I, I was nervous <laughs> about, I guess, two things. Number one, yeah. am I going to like the game mm-hmm. at all? Right. Like is the mechanic going to be fine? Cause, cause yeah. so I don't love board games. Yeah. I'm not like a gamer mm-hmm. when it comes to board games. There are people, we have pl- tons of people in our little orbit of friends right yeah. now that are, pretty intense gamers you know they've got a lot of games and they're yeah, they have like house dedicated you know. yeah so you, so we've got some hardcore gamers and i just haven't got into that mm-hmm. and then so that's one one thing i was nervous about and then the other part is just the role playing like what is the whole experience like yeah you, you know just the, the kind of i had a certain connotation 
that came along with it of like what it was going to be. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to see what it actually was. And so yeah, you invited me and I'm like, I've got to check it out. Yeah. It sounds fun. It could be a total nightmare, yeah. but I ended up, I really enjoyed it a lot. And Good. so enjoyed it enough <laughs> that I went and got the player's handbook, bought myself some dice, not just one set, but four. Yes. <laughs> I think I, I think it actually came with five. So oh, snap. It, was just, Even it was just whatever came with the, with the kit, the set that I bought on Sweet. Amazon. So yeah, so I've got, yeah. you know, a set we're going to play again soon and I'm, I'm yeah. So I'm down with the Dungeons and Dragons excited to kind of get my feet wet. I think something that, so I've been trying to understand why mm-hmm. I like it and yeah. coming off of one game. That's probably not going to be answered very quickly. But one of the things I really like about it is that it's the kind of game that if I learn the mechanics mm-hmm. and I learn the characters and kind of how the, the traits of different people, mm-hmm. that it's the kind of game you can keep playing for a lifetime and it, it is. is always new. Mm-hmm. It's never the same game. It's always fun. It's always a new story. And it's not, you know, just the new drama of the conflict between you and other people. Like if you're playing risk or yeah. a traditional style board game. So yeah, yeah. I really like, that. I just ruined board games for you forever. Yeah, probably. Cause you're never going to play a game. That's, <laughs> that's like it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's fun. I'm yeah. glad you can play and you kick butt. That yeah, was awesome. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And now our feature presentation. The time has are. come. <laughs> uh, we stand, we sit across the table from one another, mm-hmm. both viewing the same thing, the Batman, and both seeing it from two different perspectives. Yes. Yes, indeed. So so let me just... I got a text from Elijah saying he just saw Batman. Yeah. And he was thrilled and stoked. So thrilled. And I was so stoked. I I'm saw like, the first showing you could possibly <laughs> see. 3.30. He was dedicated on thursday which was the day before opening day yeah so so like the early early show and then i saw the next day twice man this guy i had nothing else to do (laughs) just kidding i'm a dad i have better things to do but i went and saw batman (laughs) again and again again and again (laughs) (laughs) so i went to see batman then Mm -hmm. super stoked about it yeah and i walked out of the theater like wait a second. What was that? Uh, and just lost, confused, thinking that this wasn't much of a, as much of a movie as I wished it had oh, been. Goodness. So we're going to talk about the Batman today. Okay. And, uh, sorry folks, you got to sit in on our little argument about yep. whether or not the Batman was actually good. Yep. So obviously it's going to help if you've seen the Batman. You should go see it. And you should, it, I will say from the get go, it's a movie worth watching. Mm-hmm. It's not when I say it that I don't particularly like it. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't like it of, uh, of like, gosh, no one's to go see that film. That's not at all. Mm-hmm. You should go see it. So if you yeah. haven't seen it, don't let us ruin it for you. Go watch yep. it. Uh, it has generated a lot of conversation, which mm-hmm. means it's probably a good movie. Mm-hmm. Got people talking after the. After I've the done movie. a lot of talking about Batman yeah. since I watched that movie, which isn't what happens after every movie. Yeah, typically the movie is just like, oh, that was so cool, man, that was great, and then we go on, or yeah, that was bad, or meh, and then we're it. That's it. But this yeah. movie actually has got me talking. So, in that sense, it's good. But but uh, maybe walk. You're the one who loves the movie, so we'll let's let you explain what the movie is. All right, and uh, set people up who made it what's going on and uh, where does this fit into, does this fit into the rest of the Batman universe? Yeah. And what, what are we, what are we looking at? I'll break it down for you. Nice. Three, 
two, one. Boom. So where it kind of fits in the whole thing, um, uh, in terms of the Batman mythos, is it's its own. It's its own universe, so it's not connected to any previous Batman that you've seen. Not connected to Nolan. Um, He's Bruce Wayne. There's an Alfred, and they're all their own characters. So you don't need to watch anything prior to watching Batman. Although, we'll talk about it, and there's some things that have to deal with that. Um, uh, It's year two of Batman, so it's not like Batman Begins is kind of like year one. So that is referring to some kind of comic book connection um, right isn't there isn't there some uh book called year one or two or there, something like that there is, is that a batman year is that one. what you mean or are you just meaning like because in the movie he says this is like my it's been both. doing this for two years you know something like that yeah it's it's both and so batman year one is what heavily influenced uh the first batman begins movie okay um in terms of the arcs and the beats that it hit okay um because it's kind of like the first one to really flush out the beginning of batman that that comic book and so this one kind of goes, well, we've done the the pearls falling in the alley, the parents getting shot an insane amount of times. I think it's like eight times cinematically, including <laughs> okay. some movie cartoons. Yeah. And so they're like, we're not going to do that again. We're going to go Batman year two. He's been established. He's beat some villains. He's learned some lessons. Um, but he's not like to the point of like Dark Knight Batman, which is kind of Batman at his best. Like he's in his prime. He's beating mm-hmm. mo- pretty much all of the villains at that point um this batman he's beat a couple of villains debatable which ones um i don't know if we want to break into spoilers yet Do you want to break into yeah, spoilers? yeah this is gonna be full of spoilers people spoiler discussion spoilerific i think Alert. it's five stars uh josh thinks it's zero so <laughs> we'll uh we'll move forward from there <laughs> no what, what what stars would you put it at i i think i literally put it at two and a half oh yeah no. So the the goal of tonight <laughs> is for me to bring his five star yeah. down to like a four. And the goal of my of me is to bring his up to a five. <laughs> okay. I will get him to 100% think this is the greatest film ever <laughs> okay. made. Kurosawa, move out of the way. Matt Reeves is here. <laughs> Nolan. Get out of here, guys. Amateur. All right. There's anyway. New not, dog in town. Not that good. Um, but it is amazing. So anyway, year two. Uh, where was I at? Um, yeah, so he's been established. He's, yeah, he's killed established. some villains, or not killed them, but knocked off some yes, villains. He's got him. Yeah. <laughs> so Arkham is getting full. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's kind of where he's at. So yeah. then, so then this one is picking up there. Yeah. It's picking up there. People, people know who Batman is. Batman is accepted by the police at this point. And so he's like showing up, like it literally shows him walking onto a crime scene with uh, detective Gordon uh, or Lieutenant Gordon at this point. And, uh, he's working hand in hand with them and, kind of being more of a detective and uh the, all the criminals like it opens up with like this whole boom 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 of like showing the criminals being afraid when the bat signal turns on mm-hmm. so it's it's scaring people um and so you get a bit of a grizzled batman at least like a a battle-worn batman at this point um so he's a bit smarter than he was and yeah so you get to see him face off in this movie against the riddler which I'm super excited to see not Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and this one, I think it just rides more closer on the edge to comic book than Nolan. Okay. Yeah. We can mm-hmm. discuss that, the yeah. Nolan versus Reeves here in a little bit. But uh, yeah, so I mean, the movie just kind of opens up with, with him, uh, with the Riddler killing the mayor of the town and uh, Batman follows up on that and it just, he pulls on a thread 
and it's connected to a lot of things that the Riddler wants him to look at and to to see this corruption in the city. And it is a wild ride. Yeah. So so from here on out, mm-hmm. we should just kind of assume that people know the story. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we give you the introduction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's enough. So, so that yeah. So he's follow. He's chasing the Riddler. Mm-hmm. He runs into Catwoman. Yeah. They end up working together because there was a murder of Catwoman's friend that is kind of in the same orbit as the yeah. investigation Batman's on. Mm-hmm. So that's where she comes into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Penguin's also poking around. In yeah. There. The Penguin's kind of hanging out at the in the wings, kind of waiting. Yeah. To, Carmine Falcone's in there. Yeah, he's there. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see that. So then, so then, there's kind yeah. of this back and forth between yeah. them uh, throughout the whole movie, ending up then in the end where he catches the Riddler. The uh, Riddler blows all the of city, Gotham, the seawall sea that surrounds Gotham, and floods the city. Mm-hmm. And Batman uh, helps rescue people yep. in the end and to kind of save the mayor. Mm. The disdain in your voice. So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it just feels so it's so, so anticlimactic <laughs> to get to that point. Um, so so then so that's the uh, that's kind yeah. of the broad. Those things happen. Broad stroke. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the movie and you don't care about watching it Go or don't care it. about spoilers and you just want to like hear the conversation, mm-hmm. then that's the movie. Yeah. So in then a nutshell. Yeah. So then, is there anything else we should um, mention I don't think as far as what the movie is actually about? Before um, we. No, I think I think uh, so, so then, one of the things so that we what, can. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so I'd say let's start then yeah. with describing what, like, what about this movie is different, and and what did he what 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 have they added to yeah. the Batman, or or why why do you like why do you Batman, like it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, what I what I appreciate about it, and what I appreciate about it, like all the Batman movies, is a good villain. Uh, I think this one achieved a very good villain, um, a very smart villain, and the Riddler was a great choice. The go-to choice for everyone is the Joker. So I was glad I was yeah, glad it was nice to see restraint. A di- it was definitely nice to see a different <laughs> villain on screen. Yeah. And to see somebody else try to do another version of uh, Heath Ledger was, was nice to not have that again. Oh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So I think the strength of, of the best Batman movies, which I think this ranks in them, uh, I'll just compare it to Dark Knight, is uh, the... The villains. So the, uh, mm-hmm. the villains and even the best Batman comics, what the villains are there for is to uh, try to break the, break the bat. So like in The Dark Knight Rises, he physically breaks the bat because he's physically a match to Batman and even more than a match to Batman. Um, and so like every, every villain and also Bane is also just smarter in a way than Batman. And so he proves and beats him at all these points. And same thing with the Joker. The Joker proves and beats him on all these points and beats the system that Batman has helped to establish, uh, in Gotham and corrupts all these people. And, but he, he couldn't corrupt Batman. And so that the same thing happens in this movie with the Riddler is that the Riddler pretty much like, and that's, that's where most people and the people that we've talked with their, their problem is, is that the Batman loses in this, like he loses pretty big and Mm -hmm. the city gets completely wiped out. I don't know how many people, probably died in this yeah right. but a lot it, 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 yeah <laughs> batman loses very big yeah end, yeah um and so what the what the riddler proposes to batman is that he has a better intellect um so he shares some things in common he has intellect just like batman mm-hmm. um he has uh the uh, revenge arc in him like the the desire for revenge yeah and he uses fear just like batman 
And so he comes at Batman with all those, all those things. And in a way mirrors him and shows Batman kind of like, I'm, we're the same person. Like you're just as, as dirty and evil as I am. And I'm going to beat you at this game. So here's my little arena. Come play in my little arena of villainhood and I'm going to beat you. And so what the way that I think this movie is better is that Batman, he gets beat in the villain realm, but he doesn't stay there. He goes into the the heroic realm in which he kind of wins. And so the villains expect him to remain in this bubble because you're Batman. And so he transcends that and he goes into kind of more of a heroic arc. So like the Riddler kind of wanted him to, to remain beaten, mm-hmm. but Batman didn't remain beaten. It, he obviously mm-hmm. lost intellectually, but he won through kind of heart, like kind of what you're talking about with uh, born on one of the previous episodes oh, right. Yeah, yeah. where mm-hmm. Batman's greatest strength. Isn't the fact that like his intellect is greater than, than the Riddler. It's because Batman actually cares about people. He cares about Gotham. He cares about what's going to happen to it. And so this whole movie is proving and even proving to Batman that he cared about Gotham and that there's things that he cared about still. And so it's kind of yeah. why, why I appreciated it because hmm. it showed. So uh, how did it show the change though? Cause so then we get to the end, you know, it's like, yeah. like everything floods mm-hmm. and then he's helping people on the roof of the arena. Yeah. Like, is that, is that our change? Is that the, Hey, everything's better in the world because he is now helping people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so that arc, I would like, I can see that as being something I would want it to have done since he does definitely lose. Then I would want there to be something he's learning from the loss or that Mm -hmm. the loss is the point, but that the loss doesn't actually seem in my mind to actually change anything in him. Uh, they might've wanted it to be, but mm-hmm. they don't show that at all outside of him yeah. helping people on the top of the arena. And then, and then, you know, in the beginning, it's like, I think the city would have been better off without Batman, mm-hmm. but they have not made any compelling reason by the end of it that he actually needs to continue being Batman. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, so you, you see it through like all, obviously you see the arc through the parallel imagery and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And the parallel lines, like the, I am vengeance shows up so many times. Yeah. Right. And, exactly. Uh, you see Riddler beating up somebody just the same way that Batman is like, where they're like, ah, like mm-hmm. just, just enraged, just un unleashing their strength on somebody. Yeah. Um, but I think that they show that throughout the movie through, through Catwoman, through his relationship with Alfred, uh, and so I think with that, I would say the Catwoman arc is a bit stronger in showing that in terms of the, the work he's putting into, into her to like, kind of, uh, keep her from going down the slope of which he, he knows already of, of going, turning to violence, turning to killing somebody over, over this arc, becoming the enemy, becoming the villain. Uh, using the same means, like just proving that the ends do not justify the means. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tried the same thing with Alfred and trying to show his humanity when he's going, Alfred gets blown up and he, he realizes that he has fear for those who he cares about. And so that kind of, sh- it softens him in a way, uh, to the fact yeah, that. So, so I want, I, so I really do yeah. want to believe all that because like on, so in one sense, the very end where things change is there's the whole who are you and the the one of the shooters says i am vengeance 
Yeah. And, you know, using Batman's, Batman's like, line. Oh. But the problem is, so he says that, but, but the, the odd thing about that yeah. is, is like, where else did that show up? Did that show up anywhere else in the movie where anyone would know that Batman had ever said that? Uh, probably in because a... in the very beginning he says I am vengeance mm-hmm. to a group of ruffians he's beating the tar out of. I'm assuming that that they were relying on you, seeing that they had a video camera going the whole time. They seeing had their phone. Had... They had their recording going because they were showing videos of them punching guys in the park, and then they had their video up to to show that they were going to beat up the the guy getting off the train. Okay. But they never show. But they that. never show that. Right, like, so, so like, so, I, yeah. so. I mean, even if thematically the guy says mm-hmm. "I am vengeance," he has no idea that Batman has said it. Mm-hmm. It's the, the whole impl- the, the implied thing is that Batman realizes Batman's that he thing said is, that. Yeah. So Batman, yeah. it clicks in his head. Yeah. So then he realizes, hey, I need to stop being vengeance yeah. or something. Something mm-hmm. is wrong here. Yeah. But then, and then he does the first. Up until now, he hasn't really at all cared about Catwoman. Yeah. Like it, the film goes to comic lengths to demonstrate how much he really doesn't care about her mm-hmm. and there's hints that maybe and you want it to be but it's not and then there at the end he you know uses the adrenaline shot or whatever to come back and mm-hmm. save her so it's the first act i think of the whole movie where he's actually acting out of like real care for somebody yeah and then immediately after that he goes and saves people and falls into the water uh and then and someone pointed out to me that that's like you got the repentance and then the baptism and then the change and it, <laughs> yeah. and it thematically it yeah, works. I they mean, do going, that all the time. And then film. you've got, and then you've got flood, you know, flood imagery mm-hmm. of the destruction of the world yeah. at the end. And, yeah. and so like, I see those kinds of things. I just don't see them being developed in any meaningful way up until the end. And they just kind of hope and demand and trust that you're going to get it. But that the movie wasn't yeah. actually about those things. Like I, so I walked out of the movie Wondering, like, what is this thing? What is it trying to say about Batman? Because mm-hmm. he has totally failed. And I don't, I just don't see him actually change. Like, what, like, how do we see him move to the hero side? Right? Like, we don't actually see that. It's more like a moral morality tale yeah. of, look, everyone is corrupt. Mm-hmm. And the city was worth destruction. Yeah. And it got what it had coming. Yeah. So that it's almost like if there is a tale to this. It is one in which judgment comes for all, even the Batman. Mm-hmm. And there is no, I don't see any compelling reason at the end of the film for Batman to continue to be like, why do we still need Batman? Cause the element is still out there, right? They there's, say there's that still villains. But what I'm saying yeah. is that they say that, mm-hmm. but there's no reason for it in, in the, in the, in the movie universe other than, Hey, there's still a villain. There's still, you know, we still haven't looked at the Joker yet. We still haven't seen like uh, in, in the movie itself, what has like, they have been. So the, the Riddler to me, Mm -hmm. number one seems like he is, he is saying to Batman, like you and I are just the same. We're both after the corrupt people in in Gotham and that's everybody. So in one sense, Mm -hmm. him and Batman are genuinely kind of, similar to one another right mm-hmm. like they're doing some of the same things yeah and what is the what is the difference between batman and the riddler what is, what do you think like what is that uh the difference i don't because i because yeah. i don't because i don't see it like batman and the riddler are both targeting corrupt people that's the thing about the batman that makes him well, uh, i think Bat- I, what makes it what because what makes batman batman at least now i'm not a comic book nerd, yeah so i only have the cinematics to go off of yeah but like what makes Batman Batman is that he takes on the corruption in Gotham. Mm-hmm. He's the one, the reason that the cops, the reason that 
you can't trust justice to be done by the cops yeah that he must do something is because he because everyone else is corrupt and he yeah. is incorruptible so he's good at crime fighting he's mm-hmm. like a good detective he can yeah. do he can do the work mm-hmm. and he's you know uncorruptible so that's why and he doesn't want to do this forever that's what happens mm-hmm. in the dark knight right when you've got yeah a batman who is willing not just to say hey everything is corrupt and so i'm just going to be justice he actually wants to establish the system again to where the system works so that there's no no more need for batman right like so that he's not it's not just a ego trip for batman though Mm -hmm. it descends into that sometimes yeah it's a it's a man it's a moral obligation to step up basically to be the sheriff in town when there is no sheriff right like when the sheriff's gone corrupt i'm gonna step in and i might have to wear a black hat but i'm going to be the guy who restores true justice right that seems to be batman to me at least my understanding of him so that then when this film when he when then we have batman show up yeah uh he's very like like you're saying he's just like the riddler there's all these comparisons that are being made between him and the riddler but then what we end up getting is hey and look everything even his father was corrupt right yeah. like the corruption goes all the way yeah it goes through down, everybody and batman is corrupt because he has because one of the key things they're pointing out in the movie that's mm-hmm. interesting is that they is that bruce wayne has just not been present like so yeah, there's no, not been any bruce wayne and everyone's trying to get bruce wayne's attention i know so that he can pay to charity so it mm-hmm. looks like even bruce wayne is corrupt in one yeah. sense that like he's implicit at least in yeah. the corruption because he's not being present as bruce wayne and that's partially why why the riddler didn't end up taking him out is because he saw that he was batman and he realized that he wasn't he wasn't corrupt like he was doing he's doing the same thing or a similar thing to him i think the, the yeah but, big, then, but then if if batman is the thing that needs to stay yeah we still haven't established that batman is different than the riddler well he's different than the riddler because of the means like it's it's the means that he he goes goes to 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 do these things like he's not willing to go just like the joker the joker like also destroyed organized crime in gotham in a way that the cops never could right but but one of the strengths i think about that movie Mm -hmm. is that it gives batman the choice are you going to kill the joker and he has the opportunity to do exactly what everyone else has been doing Mm -hmm. and in that movie he chooses not to kill the joker not to use the means right yeah but what scene what scene I just don't see or don't remember any point in this movie, I guess, where the He's Batman given is dilemma. given that dilemma mm-hmm. for him to make the choice of to follow the means of the Riddler or not. You see what I'm saying? Like other, I, other than through the through Catwoman, I guess he's given he's given like a through like a proxy in terms of. Telling oh, because he's not telling to her not yeah. to do it. Yeah. 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 As, as somebody who's gone through that before. So I, I think that there, there are several misgivings due to the fact that this is a year two story. And so there, there is like, and I, like there are problems with it. I, I do see that there's issues with it. I think the, the chief thing that I, I don't just necessarily like about it is the, the whole Alfred second arc, uh, the second act, uh, mm-hmm. with Alfred and just his portrayal is that Alfred, you rely upon, watching all these movies to care about Alfred. They don't establish why you should care that he almost blew up other than he's like kind of a charismatic actor and you've seen him in other things. And also you've seen Alfred in a bunch of things. So you know what he means to Batman because Mm. of those movies. But in this movie, Batman doesn't care about him other than screaming on a car ride and being like, Oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. Uh, So that to me, like there, I do see that there's a lot of points of which 
which it's relying on you have relying on you knowing who batman is and knowing like watching the nolan films watching all of the 89 films and like knowing who the joker is and the fact that batman would have there's things that batman would have already done and so there's a lot of wiggle room in terms of like right has batman already gone through this before yeah especially since he's already beaten the joker like has has he had that dilemma in the past and it's just not even a thing and also just for reeve's sake like he doesn't want to do exactly the same thing that yeah right he's trying to he he has to try to go into new territory somewhere Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, but i i do see i don't i do i do recognize that there that the the dilemma is a lot smaller in this one in terms of the fact that he doesn't receive that dilemma but it's the dilemma of of catwoman Uh, yeah so then you've got your hero is not having to make any decisions you you know at the end of it and and even batman doesn't even do anything to to (laughs) batman does not even capture the riddler Right, like that's part of how much the Riddler beats him. Mm-hmm. The the Riddler turns himself in, and Batman would not have at least at the mo- point in the movie yeah. he did not would not have had him. But the but the Riddler turns himself in, and then explodes the city, and bat that's how Batman you know falls yeah. apart and does, does, things don't work for him. Uh, so I, so I really want so I was really rooting for this movie. Yeah, number one, I like the Batman. Number yeah. two. The, the movie, I love the tone and the pace and the feel of it. Like yeah. the mood that is set yeah. is, is wonderful. And the imagery it's is dark and grimy, glorious, and... like so, so good in yeah. so many moments that are like these really interesting comic portrayals. book frames and yeah, really good. Yeah. It's and I just like, I want this thing to be good so badly. Production wise. I think it's like, like it's yeah. as good as you can get production wise in terms of like the directing was wonderful because there are certain actors in that movie that I was like, ah, they're not good actors, but he pulled great performances out of them. He was able to create a movie that flowed really well. So I gave it to Matt Reeves for mm-hmm. directing Absolutely. a good movie. I do see some pitfalls that are relying upon past knowledge yeah, right. to put things into the movie. I, yeah. But and I think that one of the other, uh, one of the other things that's really good about it is that it, uh, it, it, it really tries to make, it, it really works to make, get the best it can out of every frame. Like yeah. it really does. And yeah. it's worth it. Like there, there are images that still hang in my head. A, a lot of times you watch a movie and you yeah. remember the story and it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, this is, this is a fun story. I love yeah. the thrill and the turn and the, yeah. you know, the chase and whatever. Like there are these things that you love mm-hmm. about the experience. But in this movie, I th- there are several, there are at least three in my head right now that I could easily go to and explain so of, many. of the image of yeah. like what it looked like. Yeah. And I can describe like that the image was striking to me mm-hmm. and in some way, I mean, I mean, so Roger Deakins would say he's done a horrible job because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Roger Deakins is fond of saying that if you remember the cinematography, then I, I failed, you know, like I didn't serve the story well enough for you to like be so immersed in it. Roger Deakins, we remember all of the frames. <laughs> Except I would challenge people to remember yeah. them yeah. because because he's not wrong. That like yeah. you can analyze the frames and they're technically perfect and just beautiful, but that there's not a whole lot that feels super iconic. Mm-hmm. Now I love the problem is, is I love iconic imagery and I think that yeah. that's a part of the whole thing in cinema. So mm-hmm. I, I I would yeah I would go to task with Roger Deakins about yeah. that one and say that the frames actually do matter and he yeah. is actually communicating a lot with his frames mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff but yeah but this one was deliberately artistic yeah even in the way. music yeah. yeah I was I'm just I uh, liked the music a lot yeah audiophile like Michael Giacchino is like 
he's just on it he's everything he does like i i particularly like the batman theme that just blasts all the time great i walked out of there just doing that tune at everything because it's, every it's time just he got a, into his you know, car like, <laughs> duh, 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 opening the door um and then just the riddler theme though like i said the riddler theme wonderful the, the yeah. boom, 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 boom. it's kind of like uh got like a like the old 19 uh yeah 1989 batman like with like the very yes yeah. weird and 80s kind of mm-hmm. theme and it's got like this cartoony evil ugh, yeah ness to it it was good oh, it's so good yeah so so really good technical yeah. technical achievement i think it's I think it's worth people watching. Like yeah. it really is. I would go watch it again, but I think definitely I will watch it again. And I, and I walked away from it. Like I, I appreciated like, so I think the message large, I think largely I think they did rely on dialogue in that last monologue for you to kind of go like wipe that over paint over the, the movie with, and to go back and go, that's what this movie is about is this dialogue that he gives about the fact that vengeance, vengeance wasn't what was solving the problem. It was becoming, a hero and inspiring hope that is going to except fix being a city. hero and inspiring hope is yeah. a superman's job that's not batman well that's, that's every, that's every hero's every hero's job like batman batman is the greatest detective but he's also a symbol of, of the city like everybody in the city knows who batman is like everybody like gets behind most everybody gets behind batman once he kind of gets gets his stride going like even in the dark night everyone's like everybody loves the batman the mayor of yeah. Batman, even though he wasn't necessarily given credit for him, but like he was in these meetings, he was getting yeah, these right. things going. Mm-hmm. So like everybody ap- appreciated him and he becomes a, an integral part. So like this is before this isn't, this isn't the, the dark Knight Batman where he's like fully established. This is like almost between, this is the Batman, the weird teenage Batman between your Batman begins and yeah, but between. see, that's not cop out. That's a cop out. Just it's to not say, a hey, cop out. Yeah, it is. Saying, saying, hey, we're in a we're in an odd teenage phase of Batman. Sorry, guys, you'll have to excuse the emo Batman, who's you know just kind of like I enjoyed the emo Batman though. No, I did too. I, so yeah. that I enjoy. But I guess what I'm saying is that I don't think that that still we are all so much of what you're saying is pulling from other movies yeah. to explain why this one's good. Yeah, and if you have to pull from The Dark Knight to explain why this movie is so good. All that does is say the dark Knight was amazing and that this <laughs> well, one the dark is, Knight is a piece amazing, of trash, but this is not <laughs> a piece of trash. I w- but see, the problem is, is that the story is the heartbeat of a movie. Yeah. And that if the, even if the image, like the imagery must serve the story. And I just don't think that it did that right. That I remember the imagery and yeah. it says something and suggests something about Batman mm-hmm. that was not developed in the movie. What does it say about Batman? Well, so, so I mean, like, there's images that that come, yeah. Like, so the the very end, mm-hmm. the exa- example, people can watch the trailer and see he's carrying a red flare through mm-hmm. the waters of yeah. judgment, yeah, leading other people out, right? Yeah. So he himself, having been baptized, mm-hmm. death and resurrection, right? Like yeah. He, so here, here he's coming out of the waters, and he's leading other people out of the waters. Importantly, he's leading the mayor out of the water, who is mm-hmm. the one that he has shrugged off as. Bruce Wayne. He's not been helping out her mayor campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not hopeful in her of being uncorrupt and he, he just doesn't even care. Yeah. And now he's, I mean, you're kind of, he, he didn't even really, it wasn't like he, they didn't seem to be in any serious threat, but they seemed more scared of him than the waters at the yeah. moment. And yeah. anyway, so aside from the, the, the nitpicking on the imagery, he's mm-hmm. walking out and everyone's following him and he's got this flare. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and that kind of imagery is the kind of thing that can, can communicate so much mm-hmm. that if the whole movie had really developed a theme that that was paying off, mm-hmm. that would be really powerful imagery. Yeah. And it, it's imagery that when I import my own ideas to mm-hmm. is powerful imagery. Yeah. But it's not powerful imagery because the movie was powerful. Yeah. It's powerful imagery because I am bringing something to the movie. This is how I feel. We can get into another mm-hmm. disagreement perhaps yeah. on Boba Fett. The mm-hmm. book of Boba Fett I thought was just garbage yeah, I, at I, the end. At, so it was, a, it was a fun show. As, yeah. But it did it did the same thing where it's like, oh, you're a Star Wars fan, aren't you? Exactly. <laughs> Let There's me like 10,000 characters for you to look at and you <laughs> exactly. go like, Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. And so then people love it, mm-hmm. but they love it because they're bringing something to it and it's fan pandering. Yeah. And I didn't feel like this one was super fan pandering. No, no, though, no, like, uh, no, no. So yeah. th- I, I'm speaking specifically like, of Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah. yeah, yeah the, the, you've got super pan, f- which isn't bad if that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. But if you're trying to create something that stands on its own, on its own, mm-hmm. then you can't do that. Yeah. Batman, I think, relied on people to import not necessarily fandom because Mm -hmm. i can see i can import most of the things that people are trying to import i'm trying to import myself right Mm -hmm. like i'm trying to uh import ideas i've got from the batman from nolan from uh the original batman series like those are the things that i'm trying to import into this character uh but that are just kind of ideals about justice ideals about morality mm-hmm. you know a lot of the superhero type yeah. uh dilemmas that people that superheroes face like mm-hmm. i'm importing those kind of things and yeah. i don't know that they were already there as very strong at yeah. least i think they were relying on you importing a lot of it yeah in order to add to the strength of the you know dilemma so i would be curious as to somebody watching this who's never doesn't really know anything about batman yeah but that would that would be very fascinating who doesn't know anything about Batman? i know that's gonna be a hard person to find <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah but, but uh, yeah overall it's a movie worth watching it's certainly so like i said at the beginning of the episode this is a movie i've talked way more about mostly because me and elijah disagree on it but <laughs> to be fair but uh it has it like even going out of the theater it had me wondering about it and in some ways because mm-hmm. i was just like what is it? what even is this movie what's it trying yeah. to say and i was trying to figure it out for myself mm-hmm. so none like it definitely gave the appearance of having of trying to say something mm-hmm. right it definitely tried and the directors are skillful enough that uh reeves was able to really say something interesting or mm-hmm. like it's like when you read a book that yeah. is just out of reach right mm-hmm. well often it's like when you read the classic type book Mm-hmm. that you've never read before and that it's your first like, time. There's and so much it. subtext and to you, this. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like the thing that you know is good mm-hmm. and, Oh, I just don't appreciate it yet because this is a classic and I'm mm-hmm. supposed to appreciate it. So if I don't appreciate it, it's probably my fault. Yeah. That's kind of how you feel walking out of Michael mm-hmm. Reeves is that, Hey, it's very sophisticated imagery, very yeah. sophisticated technical execution. And man, this must be way better than I think it is. Yeah. And I give a lot of thought to it. And then the more thought I give to it, I just cannot, walk away thinking that there is so much more there that I need to be doing, you know, that, yeah. I, that I'm missing. So that's the, that, those were our thoughts on the Batman folks. So yeah. you must go watch it yourselves and then set us straight. There you and go. Explain to me what I'm missing in but this movie. really 2.5. That's just where I'm stuck on a 2.5. 2.8. So, okay. Cause how, I, how do you, okay. Maybe this needs to be its own episode. Okay, but how, that's true. I was going to say, how do you, 
how do you rate a movie? So like, I would have to say at least half of those stars is frustrated because I couldn't give it five. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, okay. rage, it's rage. Yeah, it's rating. rage. Rage that, rating. That's that's what the like is for. So if you don't <laughs> like it, then don't like it. But some semi objectively, like what? Two and a half. Well, well, if there's no backbone to the movie, if there's no moral center or compass to the movie at all, then and it's one thing. So I haven't watched the Joker. I probably should. You need to. But. uh as I understand that movie, you've got a movie that's horribly corrupt in terms of the 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 moral center of the movie, but mm-hmm. it's demonstrating mm-hmm. the whole point is that it's morally corrupt. Yeah. Whereas Batman is not supposed to be. Hey, the whole point here is that Batman should not ever exist because he's because it's a piece of garbage. You know, like that. Mm-hmm. So it should actually be saying something morally or have some kind of moral heart to it. And I just didn't see a moral heart. So if that if the heart of the movie is gone, I don't see how I can give it anything high that's my that's my reasoning for reading it down there so but folks go go watch it go watch it see what you think we might need a part two to this episode (laughs) 4.5 i'll drop it down maybe one day maybe one day (laughs) elijah will help me bring it up to Mm -hmm. five or whatever you're not bringing it out of the 2.5 you have not convinced me. I'm not leaving it squarely you. in the 2.5. Goodness gracious. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that 2.5 <sighs> there. Now, I will I will not change it until I watch it again. Until you watch it again. Yep. It's set in stone until then. But I, when I go watch it again and I go to put put it back in my uh, letterbox log, I will reevaluate my rating at that point. So, ladies and gentlemen... This has been Josh has won. <laughs> is what's happened. Josh is so happy, so quick to end the episode. He's like, "I win." Episode, episode's over. <laughs> cut, cut the microphones the now. <laughs> Play the music. Uh, uh, well, I don't know. My I don't brain, know that we've settled. I don't know that we've, I don't know we've settled it's anything. Settled. We have not settled anything. But it is. But it's, have, it is true. I do. I do agree with you. It's one of those movies that you you sit there and you're like thinking about it for a while, and you're just trying to. Just yeah. chew through it. Yep, and we'll keep thinking about it even to the next times we watch it. Yeah. So it's it's a Tootsie Pop movie. I'm trying to get to, <laughs> trying to, get yeah, to exactly. the center. The chewy chocolatey center. Mm-hmm. Yep. One day maybe I will and maybe it'll be sweet and glorious, or maybe it'll be as bitter as dirt. Who knows? I don't know. But we'll maybe see. Maybe I am just a sucker for good imagery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a sucker for that too. Uh, I'm I'm game well, I'm a sucker for good imagery. But I needed more. You needed, needed more. more. I just needed more. Yeah, that was. I love. I do love the imagery of this. Film. I, okay, so I, I think that I think Greg, Fra- Greg Frazier is like the digital version of. I mean, Roger Deakins does digital, but he is becoming the digital version of Roger Deakins. Yeah, he's he's he's. So he's doing, done Dune. Doing uh, great. Yeah, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. He's busting out some sweet stuff. He's killing it. Same yeah, thing with Michael Giacchino. These are like the next. This is like the next wave of some legit yeah. people. Like this just is get, like your yeah. Spielberg working with John Williams and just killing it. You know, one day we need to talk about that. Like who's the next Spielberg? And I don't, I just don't know that there is one. Yet. I think it, JJ Abrams is trying so hard. Oh, he's, he's trying not, he's so not, hard, but he's not, he is slamming just his because he's kind of like was made like his protege kind of thing. But yeah, right. He's not, he's not doing it. For no, me. it's not gonna, it's, he's not going to be it. I don't know. I don't know who it is. I mean, Spielberg is so stinking prol- prolific, though. Like he's got so much. He's got such a style. Yeah. I mean, I know you'd have to look at like who's who. 
Is it somebody who's making movies like Spielberg or is it somebody? Who's... No, I don't think because the ne- this what makes Spiel- I mean, you can talk about Spielberg in terms of the movies. There's so made. many different kinds of movies. But I think, though, that like you have to talk about the good quality movies with a distinctive voice. And the only way to know that is by having a lot of movies under your belt. Yeah. And I just don't know that there are many people. I mean, Matt Reeves doesn't. He doesn't have a lot of movies under his belt. So far. And I just don't. This isn't. This also isn't that like the 80s era of Hollywood anymore. So yeah. we just don't have that kind of movie output. And I don't know. And you don't that... have that type of control anymore either. Yeah. Because Spielberg, Coppola, All and the mo- Lucas, yeah. they would just start making movies and then go, hey, production company, we're making a movie. And they go, what? You're making a movie right now? Like, literally, like, I, I listen yeah. to Roundtable, and they're like, you're making a movie? And all the and all the movies now that are big enough that usually come across your screen are are the kind of movies that... Uh, so many hands in the pie. Exactly, yeah. And so, you can't point to one person. Right. Yep. Well, this has been good. It's been this good. has been a good, hearty talk about the Batman. Yeah. A talk right. which will continue, I'm sure, until Time to ambush Josh at church. <laughs> or ambush me it kind of felt like a it felt like a an am, like i ambushed i ambushed some people at church people that you went and saw the movie with yep. and uh it turned into a reverse ambush and i re- i didn't realize what i was walking into <laughs> didn't realize that there's some claymore set and i was like oh, yeah crap. although i think you've i think though you might have turned more minds than mine i think so uh, yeah i don't know i think a lot of people a lot of people are wooed and i know that i'm a sucker for all the production above story sometimes. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll chew on it. We'll come back to this. <laughs> we will. I'm not done with this. Let's let's leave this on the table, anyway, folks. This has gone long, long enough. This'll, this'll, uh, this'll, be, <laughs> this'll be the conversation that keeps happening again and again and again, and again until again. you get so bored of it. Yeah, like, just like goodness, uh, just Josh it, needs to watch Braveheart. And that's another discussion that needs to continue. It does need to continue. Yeah. Someday <clears> I will watch it. Every episode until you watch <laughs> <laughs> I will return... <laughs> It's like uh, the Green the Knight returning. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anyway. Cool. Well, this has been another episode. Thank you all for listening. As always, you can send the recommendations to us at podcast at foxfirefarmhouse.com and uh, check out our some of our movie recommendations on the website, foxfirefarmhouse.com. And uh, until next time, peace. Bye.